0: Hey everybody, this is Alex. Hey, it's Natasha. And we are here to talk just for a second about Extra Crunch, TechCrunch's subscription product. Extra Crunch is where a lot of our best analysis and follow-up stories lives. We focus a lot on startups, building, and even poke fun here and there. It's true. I also write a daily column called The Exchange that's over on Extra Crunch. And the good news is, if you don't have EC access yet, we have a deal for you. Yes, you can use, I think the best code there is. So don't tell anyone who doesn't listen to equity because they're not invited. The code is EQUITY, all caps, for 50% off your Extra Crunch subscription. So head over to techcrunchcom slash subscribe, use that code, make us look good internally. We say thanks across the internet. And now let's do a show. Hey, everybody, this is Alex, and you are listening to Equity Monday for December 28th, 2020. Equity Monday is your weekly look at startups, technology, markets, and venture capital, all in one very neat short primer. This is also the last Equity Monday of 2020 of the year, and also uh, the first we've ever recorded from vacation. So please don't tell anyone at TC that Chris and I are working today. But as always, there is a lot to get into, so let's blast through what matters this morning, the very final Monday of a very forgettable year. All right, looking back over the weekend, you know, now that we're heading into 2021, there are more studies and notes out about how 2020 shaped up compared to prior years. There's gonna be a theme of this as we kick off the new year, so get ready for it. But I wanna highlight a couple of examples of things that really stood out to me and kind of made me think. So to pick an example, e-commerce, a MasterCard report that just came out said that here in the US, e-commerce sales during the holiday period were up 49% 49% compared to last year, about 50%. That means that total retail sales during the holiday period that were e-commerce, as an online, were about 19.7%. Now, 20% doesn't sound like too much. Yeah, it's a chunk, but it's not like the majority. That number was 13.4% in 2019. To go from 13.4% to 19.7% in one year, insane. That's why, for example, logistic startups and companies building on top of Shopify are seeing so much investor interest. That's the change in the economy we've seen in this crazy year. Next up, Ant Group. The huge Chinese fintech is being forced by its domestic government to shake up its operations and its parent slash sister company, Alibaba, is itself now under investigation for allegedly monopolistic behavior. And that was via a Chinese government announcement. It's a mess. It's a big old mess. And the carnage surrounding Alibaba's bruising government dust up and the gutting of the Ant IPO and possibly also the fintech's business model has cost the four largest Chinese tech stocks around $200 billion in market value in just two trading days. And that's according to Bloomberg's math. In fact, the same Bloomberg article noted that Alibaba itself has lost $270 billion in market cap since its, quote, October peak. Woof, that's bad. What impact will the Alibaba and Ant situation have on Chinese venture capital and startup activity? I don't think we know, but we are going to talk about that at the end of the show, so stick around. Oh, and just before we get into a couple of funding rounds, a huge homemade bomb that blew up recently in Nashville, which is an American city if you're not from here, uh, may have targeted telecom infrastructure, it's looking like, possibly due to 5G paranoia. So in case you are beginning to discard some of your concern about online misinformation, don't. All right, funding rounds. Who raised money in the last couple of days? Well, unsurprisingly, very few people have announced funding rounds for once because this is the dead week when nothing's supposed to happen. But there were still a few worth chatting about, two rounds in particular that were large and I think directionally important. let's talk about them. Remember what we said about e-commerce just a minute ago? Well, we really weren't kidding. Move recently raised $515 million in a Series E that was led by Sequoia Capital China, which would kind of tell you where we're talking about in the world. The company has now raised just under $1 billion. So what is that money for? Well, according to TechCrunch.com, the corporate-focused on-demand logistics company will use the funds to, quote, extend its network to cover more small Chinese cities. And this will actually include also Tier 4 and Tier 5 cities, showing how far into the Chinese infra e-commerce is penetrating. Hill House Capital and Shenwei Capital took part in the deal. And secondly, Yuan Fudao raised another $300 million, giving the Chinese EdTech company another enormous check after it raised $2.2 billion in a multi-part Series G earlier this year, according to EdTech Review. So a couple of big rounds, both from China as the rest of the world is not doing much. But enough about all that. Let's talk about some venture capital data more broadly. So let's move from individual rounds to the kind of years results from different countries in the venture capital game. TechCrunch wrote this weekend that Indian startups had a rougher year than you might have imagined. Startups in the venture-important country raised just $9.3 billion in 2020, according to Traction, that's T-R-A-C-X-N, a data-focused firm. Now, according to our own Manish Singh, that was the quote the first time since 2016 that startups in India, one of the world's largest startup communities, raised less than $10 billion in a year. So really kind of a surprising downgrade. And notably, both dollar volume and deal volume fell. So the number of VC rounds in India this year was 1,088, down from 1,185 last year. But India is not the only nation to not post encouraging results. The Wall Street Journal, citing data from PitchBook and Initial, reported that after years of gains, Japanese startups fell during the first half of 2019 to just $1.9 billion in financing. So we'll update you on the full year for Japan when we had those numbers, but the first half of the year was pretty bad. This brings us to our question, what happens to China's venture capital and startup ecosystem thanks to not only a more active government, but falling valuations of its leading companies as well? The specter of an activist government not only harms the value of megacorps in the tech world, but also raises the concern that China may not allow smaller tech companies to grow as big as the firms that it now intends to change. So regardless more government meddling means worse business and that could mean lower growth smaller valuations and dicier liquidity so you know so far i've yet to get a vc to talk about China's startup scene on the record because it's a little bit sensitive right now it's a topic that i want to dig into more in 2021 but surely having the ccp clamped down as hard as it is just can't be good for business right this brings us back to india and japan india according to china is a hugely populous and increasingly online nation and I'm honestly pretty surprised that its level of VC investment fell in the last year. I, I would suspect that it's going to go up in 2021. And, you know, maybe, maybe even Japan's startup sector can get a boost from China's woes. And then there's the United States, where, according to a report that the FT wrote up about, valuations are insane. So the FT, citing a Silicon Valley Bank report that I can't Find this morning. I can't access it, which is ridiculous. Holidays, yay. Anyways, they wrote that I'm going to paraphrase the quote here median valuations for SaaS companies raising their third round of funding, aka Series C, rose by 40% to 210 million this year, and their revenues grew by 20%. You can see the gap there between the 40% valuation growth and the 20% revenue change. Now, in the same report, that 210 million median valuation in 2020 was up from 150 million in 2019. Again, you can see the insanity of this year's VC market. The 25th percentile of the same data set, 446.8 million, again, a series C company. That's kind of bonkers. So, you know, issues in China, wonkiness in India's data, we'll have to see about Japan. But uh, 2020 is closing out for software startups here in the U.S. positively on fire. And this data matches what we're hearing from investors pretty much every day. And that's all from Equity Monday here in 2020. We have something special for you on Thursday, so please keep an eye out for that. Hugs from me. Talk soon. Oh, and you can follow the show at EquityPod on Twitter. That's cool. All right. Bye.